Hey everyone, what's up? Welcome to She Works. I am here with my lovely newbie and co-host. Hey everybody, this is Meg. This is Danita. And Akima. And I am your host, Shanita, and we are so excited that you have decided to join us today. Um, Just want you to know you can check us out on all listening platforms, wherever you decide to listen to podcasts, that's where you'll find us. We are here where everyone has a seat at the table. We can also be reached at divemedia.co slash she works. If you're looking for me, you can find me on Twitter at Nita works. So you can find Danita on Twitter at Danita Platt. You can follow me at Princess Akima on all social media platforms. And I'm pretty simple. I'm just Meg Cohen on Facebook. All right. So today's topic, we're going to be talking a little bit about this notion of Jesus and or therapy. Just recently, I've seen a lot of um, things out in social media that just kind of seems to dictate it's one or the other Mm -hmm. not both not you know just one or the other so I just kind of wanted to bring that to here at the table today to really just kind of you know chop it up a little bit because I know that as a woman who's experienced loss you know um, parental loss um, a friend you know a friend had passed away just there are times where you need some professional guidance as far as you know managing your emotions through grief or you know, whatever. And so, you know, I don't really hear a lot of people talking about um, therapy. And I know, you know, in particular cultures, it's kind of frowned upon. It's like, you know, um, all I need is King Jesus. I don't need nobody else. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, just these notions of, oh, just pray your fears away. Or you're not praying hard enough if you're still fearful or if you're still anxious. You know, if you worry, then you don't have faith. And just kind of all of this, Mm -hmm. you know, nonsensical, insensitive things, Mm -hmm. you know, because people sometimes really don't understand that mental illness is a real thing. It is not just, oh, they're weak or they just Mm -hmm. can't get their lives together. So what do you guys think about this notion of, you know, Jesus or therapy? Can I do both? Is it just one? If you, if you do therapy, are you cheating on Jesus? You know, just as women (laughs) of faith, you know, as believers, you know, just kind of wanted to see what you guys thought about that. Um, I'll go ahead and answer that question first. I think for me that it's, we, we can't compartmentalize this and make it a Jesus or therapy thing. I, I actually think that's disrespectful to both mm. to do that. One, um, we were talking a little bit, you know, before we jumped on here about how we are elevating therapy to a place that it doesn't belong. And we're dragging Jesus down to a place where he isn't. And I think that people have the freedom to choose therapy. Um, a lot of folks in my personal life will know this, but not everyone listening to this podcast will know that 11 years maybe just a couple of days ago, it's been 11 years since my mom passed away. And looking back on that time that, you know, just kind of going through grief, there was definitely some undiagnosed depression kind of seeing that now with different ones that I have relationship with. And at the time I would have never contemplated therapy. It would have just been like, you work through this, you figure this out, you kind of, you know, pray your way through it, as you said, during, you know, bringing this topic in. And I'm just like, well, yeah, things have balanced out and they stabilized at this point. But I can look back and think, man, I probably would have benefited from having a safe space to talk. And as someone who works with individuals, assisting them as it relates to their physical health, I think that it's really, really important that we don't allow or uh, prohibit people from um, addressing their mental health and their emotional health. We have no problem with people bringing in support as it relates to their physical health. You know, I can have a trainer, I can have a 
um, nutritionists, you know, all these different things, but right. mental health professionals like, Whoa. oh no, because right. that ain't real. Correct. Can't mm-hmm. God, you know, walk you through that? And I'm like, well, he could. And I can also go to therapy if I choose to do that. And we have freedom and choice. So. Absolutely. No, I, I definitely agree with that, that if it's a, a physical thing, nobody has issue with going to something specific. Um, I remember, you know, as a retired social worker, um, now I'm just a homeschool teacher, <laughs> but <laughs> as a as a social worker, a licensed social worker, I felt like I knew all of the tips and tricks for therapy. Um, and I would even have clients that would tell me, you know, the therapy, like, they really weren't there to help me. They just trying to build my insurance company. It just didn't seem effective. And, you know, they didn't see representation within the um, clinicians. And so they just felt like it, they would be a little insensitive to some of their issues mm-hmm. and needs. And that just, it didn't really, you know, make them want to run to it. And so, I mean, I agree with Akima. There probably have been several times where I could have gone to a therapist to kind of work through some issues or, you know, family issues. Um, Luckily, you know, we had people in our lives who both my husband and I trusted, you know, for spiritual counsel that we went to. So I guess in in lieu, you know, it was like, okay, you tripping, I'm tripping. Oh, we need to go talk to somebody because we ain't both going to be in here tripping together. So, and then, you know, had to bring someone from a more mature perspective to help us sort through those things. So, no, they weren't official therapists, but, you know, but the they, concept, but the of, concept right, of yeah. when you need help, where do you go? And so I remember another um, good friend of mine, um, you know, who got, ended up getting divorced before she got divorced. I was asking, you know, have you talked to your pastor? Oh no, God, no, I wouldn't want them in my business. Mm. And I'm like, well, what are we doing here? People like, right. if you can't go to the people who... Okay, I just, I right. it just was such a foreign concept. Right. I could not understand why that part of their life would have been so separate. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, this is the person that married you. This is who, you know, I, you know, whatever. But, you know, just kind of, you know, you guys thoughts about, you know, that whole concept of just, you know, when you need help, what do you do? Because we got issues. True. We, we've struggled through, the, through some things. Yeah. You know, I used to look at myself. Well, so I have a lot of friends a lot of people come to me when they're in need, um, emotionally, whatever. Um, and I like that. You know, I, I always love that. I always loved being the one that people could come to. But I didn't realize that I was the wounded healer um, because I had my own issues that I really wasn't able to talk about. Or I, I just I wasn't I felt like who can I trust with the things that I'm going through? Because I who always I Yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought about that. <laughs> but I didn't want to bust out. <laughs> but thank you for that. Yes. Yes. There's random singing on the She it Works is. podcast. Yes. Just so you know. Right. And random it. reference to movies in the eighties and nineties. Right. Just so everyone knows. But yeah, who can I run to? Thank you, Escape. <laughs> when I need love. When I need now that's another topic for another She Works episode. We're going to get into that. But anyway, so yes, because I always looked at myself as like a big sister or a leader. And so who encourages the encourager? Who's the yes. counselor for the counselor? That whole thing. So I bottled a lot of that stuff up, you know, inside. Um, and then I ended up going into the mental health field. So I was officially helping people with the things and that they were going through. And getting paid to do it. And getting paid to do it. <laughs> but really still broken on the inside myself. And so I asked myself a question one day. I said, well, if I'm in this field and I'm here to help everybody else, why is it not okay to go get help? So that's not integral. Like I'm promoting therapy. I'm promoting Mm. get help for yourself. You need it. But I'm unwilling to get help for myself when Mm. I need it. Um, So I thought that that was kind of unfair. 
So actually, it started off with a very good friend who's at this table today. (laughs) (laughs) Because, um, I don't know, just as a believer, I think, and not this is not everybody, I think it just depends on what your foundation is and, you know, what your walk is like and everything. I think that for me, I kind of got this idea that, yes, I need help, but am I allowed to get it? Mm-hmm. Like, am I allowed to be vulnerable? Am I allowed to be weak? Because I'm supposed to be the strong tower. People are supposed to come to me and get saved. Let's <laughs> just get ready. <laughs> I was getting ready tower. to spin off that, but I was like, no, nah, I don't want God to get offended. I don't want to be all upset with me. I'm just joking, Lord. Um, but no, so I'm supposed to be the strong one. I'm supposed to be the one that people can rely on. And so if I am vulnerable, then that makes me look weak. But I got to a point where I was like, it just, I could not hold it up any longer. Mm-hmm. Um, so very good friend of mine, Shanita here at She Works. Hey. <laughs> if anybody is looking for a Christian therapy, please call <laughs> Shanita. Right. So I was just really grateful for that because we would literally be on the phone for four hours a day, four days a week. And that was my moment to let it all out. And I realized that I was safe and that it's okay. And so I'm glad that I had that moment because later on it taught me that it really is okay to go receive what I'm telling everybody else they need to go get. And so I tried it. I went into therapy for about two and a half years and it was absolutely the best decision I've ever made in my life. Wonderful. See, I wasn't that mature back when I was having a lot of like issues because again as a social worker there was a little bit of arrogance in Mm -hmm. in my brain to think well I have the tools I understand cognitive behavior therapy and Pavlov's theory and gestalt therapy I know all of this right so why would I go to someplace else and you know you can't therapize your own self right I know that's not a word but that's the word for the day but it made sense therapize Mm -hmm. you can't really do that for yourself and so um so I'm glad that you was really mature to kind of just come to that conclusion I wish I wish that had been my story but it's not (laughs) it's not too late it's not too late (laughs) i think i think that um that that's yeah that's awesome i think i I really do Mm -hmm. i think i think that uh we have reached a point in what's that's where what 2019 (laughs) it's 2007 2019 (laughs) um and people are embracing therapy they're embracing sitting down with someone even if they are um maybe not, not even necessarily a believer because that's the other part right like mm-hmm. as believers we can be like uh okay i'll go but the person i'm gonna sit across from i gotta know everything about what they believe right. i gotta know everything about you know i need their statement of faith that's and right. i need to know <laughs> it's true it's you true know, pastoral references exactly mm-hmm. um christian when, counseling right <laughs> right christian counseling and um I have found that in therapy, I'm listening for the voice of God. Absolutely. Right. Right. Because at the end of the day, buddy, (laughs) you're a person just like I'm a person. Right. right? And also a lot of people who are drawn, myself included, to the helping professions like that. Right. Got stuff going on. Mm -hmm. True. We need it the most. Yes. Right. And we sitting across the table. Right. And it's, it's, it's a matter of integrity. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, Um, so you also have to realize that that person, you don't know what they're working through. You don't know what they're doing. You don't mm-hmm. know what's going on. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you're listening for, okay, Father, what do I need to hear in all of this so that I can continue to grow, continue to heal? Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And uh, my husband calls it kingdom health care, the health care mm-hmm. kingdom. I love it. I like that. You know, that God has a health care system. Mm-hmm. And we like to act like, 
you know, he doesn't, but he actually does. He's looking for you to be all right. Right. Mm-hmm. He's uh, looking for yeah. you to, God's not trying to trick you or any of that. He's trying to get you to a real calm place. So I think that's just a huge part. Um, I think the other part is just sort of this, the other side of that coin is um, the sort of flippant attitude that people are kind of having, in my personal opinion, mm-hmm. about Jesus and other stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to get religious or anything in that sort of regard, but I mean, like, um, these shirts that say, try Jesus, don't try me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love Jesus, but I cuss a little bit. <laughs> I, I love Jesus, but I got these hands. Right, right, right. right. I'm from the south side of the kingdom. All that. Right, all that. <laughs> that okay. one was actually funny. Yes. Yeah, no, they're all, they're hilarious. Right. South Revelations. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're all hilarious, but I also have a question because I can loop, you know, you need Jesus and a therapist into this sort of casual, flippant sort of attitude Mm -hmm. around. And you know, hey, I'm go ahead and call me a church mother. I'm going to tell you to sit down. (laughs) Right. You probably got a slip on right now. I probably do. probably do like so and i and it's right i'm it's not like being judgy or it really isn't any of that it is simply that in all of it in all of it right it's just that approach to like a mature attitude Mm -hmm. in our relationship because i'm not sure how you go into therapy with a mature attitude and you flipping about all this other stuff right because you know Mm -hmm. it don't level up right I, i just heard somebody the other day they were like oh yeah um I attempted therapy for two years and uh, it didn't work. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. I'm curious about that. I'm curious about. They didn't do the work. I'm exactly. sure. Right. <laughs> That's like saying I tried a weight loss program, but it didn't work. You know, because exactly. I was still eating Popeye's fried chicken. Because I right. was still doing what I wanted to do. Right. And hey, do what you do. I'm yeah. not here to tell you not to do right. what you right. do. Go for it. But then don't be mad. When it, when it doesn't work, mm-hmm. right? So this sort of flippant attitude, I just, I have questions about that. Mm-hmm. You have to be very um, introspective, I think, when you're in therapy because mm-hmm. you've got to be ready to admit where you've missed the mark. Right. You've got to be ready to admit like, okay, well, I've hurt some people. You know, mm-hmm. hurt people, hurt people. I right. think I learned that from men. Hurt people, you just hurt people. Mm-hmm. So you got to be able to take responsibility. Yeah. So there is a maturity when you're trying to deal with those deep wounded issues. Right. That, you know, you can't be flipping about. You have yeah. to go. You can't expect to go to a therapist's office and lay out all the issues and just have them judge in your favor. That right. is not what therapy is. Right. Yeah. Therapy is you lay out some issues you see someone from a new someone from a neutral perspective right. can bring you insight mm-hmm. or give you a different perspective, kind of mm-hmm. give you some um, ideas about the self work things that need to be done. I right. mean, because you have to do the work in mm-hmm. therapy. It's not just yeah, you know. And I hate the way TV poses that you just put your hands behind your head and you lay on the, lay couch, on the couch and you have your right. little bag of tissue and mm-hmm. right. Know, nah, nah, that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're looking in the mirror when you're in that therapy yeah. session. Yeah, I'm and- a mess afterwards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm done. Right. I don't want to talk about it. I don't right. want to talk about it. No, don't ask me how it went. I don't want to talk about don't it. Don't ask me no questions. No right. questions asked. Yeah. And I'm not sure about your little flipping shirt about how you can catch these hands and get prayed for. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> Maybe I'm just mad because I got to do work. Maybe I'm just mad. Right. That's fine. Right. I'll be mad. I'll be mad. Right. Another point I was, um, that I wanted to make is 
you talked about this, Danita, like, or I think it may have been you, Shanita, that talked about the differences in cultures. Mm-hmm. I would definitely say that just from my experience personally, that I think that there are a lot of cultural differences in how people receive therapy. I think that there are some cultures that receive it like it's just an everyday thing. Like, yes, my therapist, my pastor, my blah, 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 blah. My school teacher. My school teacher, right. right. I take this medication, ah, yada, yada, yada. But I think that there are some people who are out there that are taught that Jesus is all you need, prayer is all you need, fasting is all you need, and all will be well. And I was under that persuasion at one point because that's how I was taught. Um, So I definitely, that is something that, that is definitely something that has been extremely interesting to me. But I wanted to ask a question. What? Sorry, I'm not trying to take over your show. <laughs> you did. We're wanna, all co-hosts. Yeah. Oh, all right. Take it away, homie. I just wanted to ask y'all a question. I just wanted to ask y'all this question. What do you all think? Do you all think that there is a balance between this whole, okay, so, all right, fine. I might need therapy. All right, I'll consider it. And... Am I doing t- am I doing too much therapy? Like, am I relying too much on mental health, uh, on mental health professionals? Am I relying too much on medication? Am I relying too much on this and not enough on the Lord? Like, do you all think that there's a balance between Jesus and medication, Jesus and therapy? Can you do too much on either side? Yes. Okay. <laughs> all right. And I don't mean to answer that so quickly, but I think yes. And I think that goes back to Shanita's point about who's in the driver's seat, mm-hmm. right? So when mm. we were saying earlier about like not bringing Jesus down to the level of therapy, like if you access the services that a therapist, psychotherapist, you know, psychologist can bring to you, then that's great. Access that. But like, who's in the driver's seat? You're not putting this person in the driver's seat to kind of like now rule and run your life because now they would you would never be able to end that relationship. You wouldn't be able to live this life without that relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's like that whole, like you were mentioning in different cultures, like it's like, oh, here's this person and here's this drug and here's mm-hmm. what I do versus here's a support system mm-hmm. as I am stewarding and overseeing this life that's been given to me. Right. And so, yes. And that's where I was just kind of like, mm, yeah, I'll bring a professional along, but they don't sit in the driver's seat. Right. You know, that reliance, I don't think can be put, there because then when something goes away i think as danita was alluding to earlier Mm -hmm. then there's someone to blame opposed Mm. to what she was saying like taking that viewpoint looking back into the into the mirror and so and that's where i'm seeing a lot of that and i think that's where some of that that casualness is because if i don't take responsibility then i can be casual about a thing versus when i take responsibility Mm. for it i can't be so casual because then it's like it's gonna fall on me and so i see a lot of people who are so reliant upon it and then that's where we're losing the quote-unquote jesus and all of this and that's mm-hmm. where it becomes a a, a concern mm-hmm. it becomes a concern for me because then it's like well i'm only looking at this thing to sustain me mm-hmm. opposed to it being right. a piece of the puzzle that a can support me I like it. yeah i like that i think the other thing that we hear in terms of in terms of the seeking of balance is that that it's just not my responsibility to do that there's just sort mm-hmm. of this like uh, to to your point, Akima, that there's just not. I don't have to take responsibility. Mm-hmm. I just don't have to. I mm-hmm. can just chill and chill. And be this way. Right. And this is right. how I am. Yep. God knows my right. heart. Right. Exactly. And then at the end of the day, and then you have nothing to show for it, and now you mad at the world. Right. You know and God. I mean? And God. I'll, I'll tell you something that blew my mind. I'll tell you something that blew my mind. <laughs> tell us. <laughs> this blew my mind that God doesn't choose your spouse for you. 
Hey. No, Tamina. <laughs> you on, mean you have now. personal choice? Come on now. You got a choice? That you have a choice. That God is not up in heaven like, but what about my soulmate? You know? <laughs> you're, you're one. You're mm. one. My one soulmate. In you're the one that you have to on meet. the mm. planet. There's got to be born at the right time, doing the right stuff. You understand what I'm saying? Paths crossed at the right, right. time. And, and the reason why God doesn't choose your soulmate is because when it goes left, you're not going to blame him for it. Mm. That was your choice. You wanted to be with Billy. <laughs> <laughs> when Billy start cutting up. Uh, no offense, Billy. No offense. Right. <laughs> no Any Billy's that's listening, right. we love you at the shoe work. Right. right. But you wanted to be with Billy. Billy started cutting up. And now you want to blame God because God told you that was your spouse. No, God didn't tell you that was your spouse. Mm. You said that God said that was your spouse. And God was like, I did. <laughs> really? All right, go ahead. And is, isn't that a form of not taking responsibility? Absolutely. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. No, you chose the nonsense mm-hmm. and you went home to it every night. And now you're trying to fix it. Mm. So I suggest you go to therapy. Yes. And get it fixed. <laughs> right. But let's start by work. taking responsibility. Mm-hmm. Right? That's good. Mm-hmm. No, that's good. Absolutely. All right, ladies, any any final closing thoughts about this this notion of therapy? Should should people do it? Should they not do it? Should they just pray? What do y'all think? I say do it, honestly, and not just to get it. too biblically. Biblically. You like that? Biblically. Biblically. Yes. Thank that's All it. Right. Yes. Not to get to that. Um, but there is a scripture that says that we win the victory in the multitude of counsel. Absolutely. And so I definitely think that a part of being victorious in our lives comes from having wise counsel. I think it's extremely important. I do believe though, that there is a balance. I think that, you know, I'm not here to say whether meds are good or bad or or whatever. Um, but what I am here to say is that mental health, there's definitely a root to that for some people. Yes, it is. You're born with it. It's intellectual, I just took four classes. I just wanted to say that um, <laughs> towards my mental yay, health license. Yes. So I'm trying not to start using big words, LPC but yes, right. I'm LPC. very excited about Y'all my hit me corner on Facebook for some therapy. <laughs> Coming soon. Coming soon. To a couch right? near you. Right. <laughs> With a tissue and a pillow. <laughs> right. Right. So I, I do definitely agree that some of it is, you know, biological, all that stuff. However, from my experience, what I've what I've experienced myself, what I've seen, I definitely think that a lot of it has a root to it. A lot of people ex- have experienced trauma. There's a lot of faulty thinking, all those different things. And so, yes, we can take our meds and we can do all these wonderful different things. Um, but at some point, if we don't allow Jesus to address the things that we've gone through, if we don't, I always like to say this, what's eating Gilbert Grape? If we don't allow the Prince of Peace to come in and deal with what's eating Gilbert Grape, what happened when I'm we sorry, were four? what are you saying? Eating gills and grapes? Gilbert Grape. <laughs> what's, <laughs> what's eating Gilbert Grape? Come on, Gen X. You don't remember that movie? Oh, Lord, What's no. eating Gilbert? I mean, I, I will be honest. I haven't watched the whole thing from beginning to end. <laughs> I just remember. At the, the case mm, of Benjamin Button? Nah. No. Okay. Mm-mm. Sorry, What's guys. eating? I think it's Leonardo DiCaprio. Don't Is let me start lying to you. Oh, okay. Anyway. I just used the tagline. I haven't really watched a movie like that. <laughs> what's eating well, we Gilbert Grape? We're going to give the movie props, but she don't remember the movie. So. <laughs> we got to digress. It's what's going on underneath. I think that we have to be willing to allow Jesus to get in there to see what lies beneath because he is the Prince of Peace. He is the one 
that is going to ultimately bring healing to those things. So do what you got to do in the meantime. But I think at the end of the day, we have to understand where our true healing comes from. And that does come from Christ. Yeah, I agree. I think my final words would be that you're free to do therapy and you're free not to do therapy. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that in the, you know, getting to the root causes of things, Mm -hmm. I think is important. But I also know you don't have to be pressured into doing what everyone else is doing. I think that there's this thing, if you're not doing it, then you're on that fanatic, you know, pray only tip, (laughs) you know. So that's my word of wisdom. You're free to access it. If you feel so if led to do, like and you and you're free to not access it if you don't feel like that's a need that you have in your mm-hmm. life right now. Yeah, I think uh, I'm going to answer that um, from another perspective because I'm I'm enjoying doing that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keeps us on our toes. <laughs> I'm going to answer from the perspective of um, of a leader, especially in church. Mm. Let your people go to therapy. Come on now. Yeah. Ah, Tell yeah. your people stop sitting there. Trying Struggling. and you ending up with something and somebody look That's right. look don't let somebody come and sit down and say something and you don't know what to do with it That's right and then you and you cop out and say just pray exactly just right. pray about it we're gonna be right. fasting and praying and talking to Jesus about that for you amen and then you send the people home and it's a hot mess right and the other side of it is you're uh, involved in a situation where the people are telling you not to go to therapy like they're they're adamantly against it you need mm-hmm. to get to the bottom of why that is right. Absolutely. You need to get to the bottom of why they're they are actively advocating that you not speak to anyone else mm-hmm. about no what's issues. happening yes. in your life. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and they probably need therapy if that's <laughs> the case. They probably need therapy. <laughs> I don't need to laugh. If that's the case. Listen, we all could use a little therapy in our lives, guys. <laughs> right. We, we yeah. all could use, you know, that wisdom, that, you know, that grace, that balance to just kind of help us. You know, you know, people to, to, to be able to check us, people to who we trust, you know, because, I mean, we're human. Right. We can we can get off. We can get catty. We can right. get, you know, in Uh-oh. our feelings. You know, we, we can get all of that. Right. And so absolutely, I think it's definitely, you know, something that um, all cultures need to, you know, embrace more, especially mm-hmm. within the church culture. Right. Absolutely. Um, because it's definitely been something that's been... Um, frowned upon and so right. you know you go to therapy you know you you learn to chew the meat and spit out the bones you know one thing Danita you pointed out was hear God and what's being said sometimes I can listen to my children mm-hmm. yes and for a, for a small second <laughs> yes I never admit this to them in public <laughs> so babies if y'all listening to she works y'all got something more mama um sometimes I can just hear God in them mm-hmm. you know sometimes yeah. you know my my oldest well she quick to point out you know my logs the, the speck and the log, right? Like what well, you said, right? Well, how come when you? I'm like, all right, listen, that homework done. All right, <laughs> gotta rebound it. But you, you can hear God in anything. You can hear God in the commercial speaking to you. It's you true. just gotta be open enough to hear it. Yeah. So things that don't apply to you, or things that you don't want to mm-hmm. take on, you chew the meat and spit out the bones, right? Yeah, and, and let it be. So, yeah. right. So you heard it here from She Works, guys. We believe in therapy, yes, we do. absolutely, yes. and Jesus, right? <laughs> but at different times, they're not the same, <laughs> right? Right. All right. So, thank you guys for tuning in. Yeah.